0: super talk mississippi media production
1: what's the key to discovering delectable dining find something that sizzles a time-tested favorite a feast for your eyes and palate and a dining experience handled with care in vicksburg the key to the south
0: Let's make our next stop here on the spring wraparound around the SEC. We're talking about the Arkansas Razorbacks today, which means we're talking to Trey Biddy from 247sports.com, who's been uh, covering the Hogs for quite a long time uh, over there. And, Trey, Arkansas is a team last year that I was really high on. Uh, I predicted them second in the West at SEC Media Days. I really thought they were about to take a a big step forward under uh, Sam Pittman, and it, it just didn't work out. Injuries. And just a lot of other factors contributed to Arkansas not having that 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 takeoff season. Now they've got some changes offensively, defensively. You know, we, we sort of knew that Briles and and Odom at some point we're gonna we're gonna leave for greener pastures. Odom is now a head coach. browse I'm a little surprised took the TCU job, but that's another conversation. How where are they going to be more different this year, offensively or defensively at Arkansas?
1: I think defensively. I think that would be the hope. I mean, offensively, last year they were they were still pretty good. I mean, especially considered you didn't have KJ Jefferson for two games. Uh, he was really hobbled and probably shouldn't have played in another game. They lost all three of those uh, injuries. Will get you if you don't have a lot of depth in this conference. Yeah. And Arkansas, unfortunately, didn't have a situation at quarterback where you look at the next guy and say that's that's the guy of the future. You know, they just didn't have that, and so they really struggled when they didn't have KJ Jefferson really got beat up badly on the back end and the secondary uh, you know going in last year you, you look at him and say hey they've got some pretty good depth there and then they just get slammed with injuries and fast forward to the end of the season and they've given up more passing yards than any other team in the entire country so they needed some change I know you know with with uh, Barry taking the UNLV job and, and Bryles taking uh, the other job uh, to TCU uh, but you know, on defensive defense especially, they just they needed they needed a change and they needed something uh, fresh to come in and and that's where they turned to Travis Williams at UCF. Uh, I, I'm really intrigued with Marcus Woodson also coming in from Florida State. You look back uh, the year before Marcus Woodson got to Florida State, they were one of the worst pass defenses in the nation, and last year they were fourth in the nation. Uh, so he led a dramatic turnaround as passing game uh, defensive coordinator. Uh, for Florida State and Arkansas wants a piece of that they want you know any improvement uh, on on defense is is probably going to go a long way for them. but I think that's where you'll see most of the changes Arkansas really ran a three two six 2 6 look uh, primarily uh, under Barry Odom and now you'll see them go more of an even front 4-2-5 uh, probably going to be very aggressive I think that's where you'll see a lot of change but also on offense it may be more nuanced you know it may just be how they run, you know, outside zone a a little bit different, a little bit, you know, just a little change here and there. Um, But you could also see them get under center more. You could see more two tight end sets. Um, You know, I'm kind of talking myself into maybe see more change on offense. (laughs) But, um, you know, results-wise, you definitely need to see more changes on defense. Offensively, uh, you know, you'll you'll take the results that they had last year and just, you know, if you can keep that pace, then – you should have a much better team
0: so then when you talk about this spring what is the big focus for arkansas defensively where is the spot where i mean i know pass defense is probably the answer but can you go more micro than that and say where do they absolutely have to get better starting this spring
1: well they have to get better at safety you know the cornerback they weren't in awful shape you know they they actually had quincy mcadoo starting at one of the corner spots last year who was a true freshman wide receiver came to arkansas as a four-star wide receiver they moved him over just out of need that just shows you how bad they were beaten up back there and it also shows you you know they lost a lot of defensive backs to the transfer portal guys that couldn't beat out a freshman wide receiver that was moving over to the position and ended up starting the last four games so i mean just because they lost a lot of guys you know it doesn't mean that they didn't need to lose a lot of guys uh, but You know, at cornerback, I think they're in pretty good shape. It's just – it's safety that I would say is a concern. Uh, I didn't think Jaden Johnson had a great season last year. I thought he took a step back. Malik Chavis has been up and down through his career. Hudson Clark moved over from corner to safety, again, out of necessity Mm -hmm. and actually ended up being better there. Um, You know, they brought in Al Walcott from Baylor, who was the second-leading tackler there. Baylor had the second-best pass defense in the Big 12. They also brought in Lorando Johnson from Baylor, who also started there at cornerback. I think that they're going to have to move some things around to get some of those corners over to safety, probably because they have Dwight McLaughlin back, um, who was second in the SEC with four interceptions. Quincy McAdoo, who I just mentioned, Lorando Johnson, who started for Baylor last year, former four-star prospect. All three of those guys are former four stars. Um, they got Jalen Braxton in, who was the top recruit in the class, a four-star. He's an early enrollee. Um, They've got uh, Ladarius Bishop, who was hurt all of last year, who started in 2021. He's finally healthy and working his way back in. And Jaheim Singletary's coming in, a former 2022 five-star recruit out of Georgia who hit the transfer portal. He's also coming in. So that seems like you're in pretty good shape, at least on paper, at cornerback, but the safety numbers aren't as good. I think Al Walcott will probably play nickel for him, about 6'2", 215. Um, but they got to find, they've got to get some help at safety. And, uh, they've been, you know, spring is the time to audition people and they've rotated guys in and out and tried different looks and stuff. But I really think this answer is going to come when they get Jaheem Singletary in and they, they, you know, maybe more in fall camp when they say, okay, how do we get our best five out there? Because safety and cornerback isn't all that different anymore. You don't see a lot of 215 pounds safeties anymore they're more yeah. 200 you know and 6'2 200 or so is a good size safety well cornerback you don't see a lot of 5'9 five, 5'10 five, corners anymore they've they've all gotten bigger six foot 6'1 six, one, six, two, 190 200 so they all kind of look the same and they actually treat that whole group the same they all go in the same meeting room Marcus Woodson isn't listed as a cornerback or safeties coach either as they're on Darren Wilson they're listed as secondary coaches they rotate around working with different groups um, you know so That's going to be an interesting, you know, part of the puzzle, figuring that out on defense, who goes at safety, who stays at cornerback. And I still think numbers wise, they need to they need to attack the transfer portal when the when the portal window opens on April 15th Um, need to probably bring in a couple of more defensive backs at least.
0: I always say when you have a, a good quarterback, things can pretty much take care of themselves offensively. I think K.J. Jefferson right now, I mean, when we go to media days in July, it should be the first-team All-SEC quarterback. I think Rocket Sanders, probably the first team, will be one of the first two first-team All-SEC running backs. I, I don't think I'm, I'm going out on a limb saying that's probably the best QB running back duo in the SEC. Is it the best in college football?
1: Yeah, that would be interesting if you had uh, Rocket Sanders, uh, Quinshaw Jenkins, mm-hmm. KJ Jefferson, that's 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 a good chance that, that could be it. You know, Jaden Daniels might have some say in there too. Yeah, um, but uh, sorry, what was your question? That, to
0: I would take that backfield in in, in, yeah. any, in all circumstances. Is is yeah. that are Jefferson and Sanders the best duo in college football?
1: It's possible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's it's, it's probably a good chance of that. Um, you know, I'm trying to think just run it through my head real quick you know whoever Jackson yeah. Dart and Quinshawn
0: Judkins be yeah, pretty Dar- good Dart <laughs> not as good as Jefferson in my opinion um, I don't
1: I don't so, think so either
0: yeah so I don't they, think so either and then you know I mean obviously we don't know what they got at Alabama Stroud has mm-hmm. gone from Ohio State so I mean <laughs> there's a real there's, I mean it feels like that's a real talking point there and I I don't feel like yeah. I'm too far out on the limb
1: no, I don't, I don't think you are. And, you know, the thing about Jefferson also is he brings legs into the equation. You know, he can, he could be a thousand yard rusher if he really wanted to, you know, uh, but he, he's going to at least run for 500 yards. And, you know, uh, 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 rocket Sanders went for over 1400 yards last year, only had like 65 yards in the last two games. He was hurt the bowl game. He only had three carries, uh, in that one, but, uh, yeah, I think Arkansas's backfield's in pretty good shape with Jefferson, uh, Rocket Sanders. They've got two other really good backs in, uh, in uh, AJ Green and Rashad DeBinion. Also, Dominic Johnson was uh, a really solid back for him two years ago, but uh, has had some ACL issues. They've got a four star back in uh, Isaiah Agostave coming in from Florida, uh, who's really well regarded. And, you know, it's it. we'll see what happens up front on the offensive line. This is the first year on the offensive line that they haven't. That they've had to experiment and figure out who goes where because they've always had at least four returning starters every year. Uh, So, but they've recruited extremely well. I mean, you would expect that from Sam Pittman to recruit well on the offensive line. They have brought some really big young men uh, in this program, and right now they're flip-flopping them and you know trying guys at different spots. You've got two guys back from last year who are both multi-year starters, but you know everywhere else is it's it's kind of a youth movement.
0: Arkansas towards the bottom of the conference last year in sacks allowed. I think a lot of that, you know, when Jefferson w- was out, you know, they didn't have the same mobility back there. Even with with, with uh, oh god, I can't remember his name. It, it just went out of my head. Who is it? Willie Cornsby. Cornsby. I played great yeah. at Mississippi State, but a lot of design runs with him, and then you know, not the same awareness in the pocket in the mm. passing game. Offensive line, you know, I I would expect that to not be a struggle under Sam Pittman. Now, you feel like that's the guy who's really going to focus on that, but it was at times last year for Arkansas. Will they be better up front this year?
1: I think they should be. I I think that they, the guys, it's kind of been like the guys that they've had there have been older, established, veteran players, and um, you know, that's just the young guys that they brought in have been all very highly recruited massive i think if you took the last year's offensive line the backup group last year that might have been the biggest offensive line in college football yeah. it was just a huge group you know you have Devon manuel who's six eight six nine um you know he's he's battling over at the left tackle spot I, I could see them maybe moving Brady latham from left guard where he started going on four years. Uh, I could see them bumping him over to left tackle. I feel like they're a little more guard-heavy this year. Uh, but you got Takias Crawford, who was very highly regarded. Marion Harris, very highly regarded. Andrew Shambly very highly regarded. Patrick Kudis, uh, another guy that was very well-regarded. I mean, like, they have not recruited, you know, projects on the offensive right. line or taken a flyer on a guy. It has been you know, one real stud after another. And they've got – I would say there are probably eight or nine guys right now that are legitimately battling for starting jobs, like easily could start and and be a solid player in the SEC. So they're they're in good shape. It's just guys aren't proven yet.
0: All right. We're going to ask this question of everybody we talked to. This will be the last question. If I were – we were doing this interview at the end of November – what what are we saying about Arkansas? What what do you what do you think the final product's going to look like? Yeah,
1: well, I think there's a chance that they finish strong. I wonder about the way the schedule sets up for them. There is a stretch after the first three games uh, that are home games where they're not home for five weeks, and I mean it's like it's it's just kind of ridiculous that the schedule shaped up like that. They have a game in Arlington that kind of messes it up, and then after that, they, I think they get. Mississippi State and Fayetteville, and then a bye week. And then it's off to Florida, where they played Florida. This will be four out of the last five trips, uh, four of the last five meetings against Florida that they've played in Gainesville.
0: Sounds like state and Georgia. State hasn't, state's played in Athens, I think three of the last four.
1: Yeah, just because of the way, because yeah. of new teams entering the conference and they have to redo the schedule and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's bizarre. But uh, I think at the end, I think we'll probably say that they finished. Uh, strong, maybe hit a hiccup in the middle of the season. But uh, I I think that they should absolutely – I mean, they should have won at least eight games last year. There's no excuse losing to Liberty. They shouldn't have played K.J. Jefferson in that game. Uh, But they didn't have a real good option for backup, you know, last year, and they do now. Uh, But I I think eight wins is, is a reasonable expectation for them next year. And a strong finish.
0: Sounds about right to me. So, all right. Trey Biddy, hogsports.com. It's the Arkansas 24 7 site. Always generous through time, man. Appreciate you uh, coming on today. Appreciate you. Thanks. Have a good day. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.